back to this It's time for the 5-Minute Major Podcast. What is the uh, significance of that name? Now here's your hosts, Matt Mastro-Giovanni and Dave Morris. That's what the people came to see. A 5-Minute Major Podcast. What took you so long to finally seal the deal, my man? Let's go. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Five Minute Major. Dave here, not with my broadcast partner in crime, Matt Mestre Giovanni, who's currently rooting on the Philadelphia Phillies for game two of their wild card series against the Florida Marlins, but joined by my lovely wife this evening, Brenna Perry Wolf. Thank you for hopping on the podcast this evening again for the third Mr. and Mrs. edition. You're welcome. You had something in your hair that just oh. took care of right now. So that's that's what we do. But uh, to be more specific, by the way, it's the Miami Marlins. Correct. They used to be the Florida Marlins. They now they're the Miami. They suck. You're regardless. welcome. They suck regardless. Anything to deal with South Florida, baseball teams, hockey teams, two thumbs way, way down. The Dolphins would beg to differ. But I digress. This is not a an around the sports podcast. This is a hockey Precisely. Precisely. Thank you for getting us back on track. (laughs) That being said, of course, the Flyers are nearing the end of their preseason for the 2023-24 NHL season. Um, Gearing up for their final preseason game is actually tomorrow evening, um, I believe, at home. Yes, at... No? I can't tell on the Flyers website. It's yeah, the red box around it means it's home. And oh, the white see, box around it. See, there you go. What there's, would you do without me? There's keys on maps that always okay. It's at home against the dreaded New York Islanders. The Flyers currently sit with a two and three record this preseason. Um, currently performing how I expect them to perform in the regular season. It's almost there, but not quite good enough. You never know if they win tomorrow night, they're back to 500. But it doesn't matter because it's preseason. And um, it's kind of like the preseason hockey is like um, who's on his own. I was anyway. just going to say that everything's made up and the points don't matter. I was reading my mind. They, they matter to a degree, but not to the to the fullest degree of the hockey law per se. They, they matter to the mind of John Tortorella. Um, but real, real I'm gonna, quick. I'm going to roast you real quick. You're not as funny as Drew Carey. I never claimed to be as funny as Drew Carey. But also, Drew Carey isn't that funny to begin with. You should see the withering stare I'm giving him. It is what it is. Summarizing the Flyers' preseason so far, they open it up with a 6-0 loss to the hand of the New Jersey Devils, followed up by a 2-1 loss to the New York Islanders, then a 4-3 shootout win over the Boston Bruins last Friday evening, the 20, no, excuse me, Thursday evening, the twenty? No, that's a Friday night. The Friday, the 29th. I was right the first Dave time. Dave needs to learn how calendars work. Yeah, <laughs> but a shootout win over the Boston Bruins. Impressively, it was beautiful. Um, it was a very, it was a complete, it, very much a regular season vibe for yeah. a preseason game. I think game. it was because who was playing? There was, and they had like Brad Marchand and like your yeah. favorite player, the fucking worst. 
Well, and Brennan's used our one F on this evening. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's a PG thirteen rating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mash and I have. It's fine. Sometimes this is NC seventeen. You never know what you're going to get with five bit major, but a four three shootout win in which Bobby Brink and Morgan Frost had the moves like Yager. Uh, see what I did there. Um, but then they followed that up the next night with a 3-2 loss to the New Jersey Devils at home. But then, alas, on home mics again, just this past Monday evening, a convincing 3-1 victory over what really was the Providence Bruins. The Flyers icing more so their NHL lineup and the Bruins sending their minor league squad. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, no, they close out the preseason tomorrow night at home against the New York Islanders. They're currently two and three. If they win, they're three and three. If they lose, it's two and four. But like we said earlier, it's all made up of the points. Don't matter. I, I have a question for you. So this is a serious question. Don't look at me like that. Um, they only played the, they played each team twice. How did, how is that determined in the preseason? Um, how is that determined? Each like, team sets their own preseason schedule. They were like, hey, I want to play the Bruins. Then literally the, the Flyers say, hey, Boston, do you want to play twice in preseason? Oh. And Boston goes, okay, sure, yeah, it's a date. And that, oh. then, they, then they do it. Do, you know? do they do the nasty? I mean, they do the hockey nasty, sure. <laughs> wow, this is going down the pipeline. I didn't think it would go down. <clears throat> um, but, you know, preseason is completely made up by the teams themselves. Um, it's not a league-mandated schedule like the regular season and playoffs are. Got it. See, so you learn something new every day. Yeah. Well, you didn't learn anything yet, but there's still time. It's only 7.40. Why did I bring her on the podcast tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Sometimes, there's no audience, babe. Sometimes, there's no live audience. It's for the future listeners. Sometimes <laughs> I really question my life decisions here. <clears throat> um, wow. But that being said, thus sticking to it with the preseason vibe, of course, the Flyers did reduce, um, as of today, their training camp roster by several, I would say, significant pieces. A couple of players who you thought might have had a chance to make the defense core. And also a goalie who you thought, because of his big cap hit, maybe he would have had a fire under his ass, would have wanted to play better, but alas, did not. Um, so today at 2.15 p.m. Eastern Time on October 4th, 2023, the Flyers sent forward uh, Semu Tumola, defenseman Ronnie Adderd, Adam and Adam Yinning to the Phantoms straight through. They're not, they are waiver exempt. So they just see if kids go down to the minors. Have a nice day. Um, but yesterday, the Flyers, the 3rd of October, did place forward Tanner Lazinski, defenseman Victor Mete, and goaltender Cal Peterson on waivers. And all three of them cleared. So they are now reporting to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and they will all begin their 2023 24 season in the American hockey league. Um, very interesting for Cal Peterson being that he has a huge cap hit. And even though being waived, the flyers will still have about $3.8 million of his contract held against their salary gap. They only get about $2 million in relief. Thank you. LA Kings for that. Um, and he was a goalie who you thought he was supposed to be Jonathan quicks heir apparent in LA. And the past couple of years had, two back-to-back really bad seasons and LA gave up on him. And now he came here and frankly, he wasn't that good in the preseason for the flyers when he got the ice. So uh, no surprises there. Brenna, do you have any thoughts on any of, I mean, out of all the players listed, you did watch Cal Peterson play minutes. Yeah. I think he 
closed out the Bruins game pretty nicely and the shootout one. Uh yeah, yes. yeah, I mean I was yes. impressed that yeah, sorry, the 4 to 3 win over the Bruins. Um I was impressed by him, but I don't I don't know him personally, so I don't have that much I don't have a stake Maybe. in the game, so uh, he didn't really face that many shots, but it is what it is. That being said, not a whole lot of spots left on this roster to be filled. So there will be a couple more, um, you know, empty spaces or spaces to be filled and then players moved away. But the Flyers' current training camp roster sits as follows with your forwards, Wade Allison, Cam Atkinson, um, Bobby Brink, Noah Cates, Sean Couturier, Nick DeLaurier, Joel Farabee, Tyson Forrester, Morgan Frost, Garnet Hathaway, Travis Konechny, Scott Lawton, Ryan Paling, Owen Tippett. Defensemen, Emil Andre, Rasmus Ristolainen, Travis Sanheim, Nick Sealer, Mark Stahl, Sean Walker, Cam York, and Igor Zamula. And then your goaltenders, Samuel Urson, Carter Hart, and Felix Sandstrom. Some interesting pieces from my point of view on who's left on this roster. On forwards, there's a clear battle um, for who is going to get in, into the lineup between Tyson Forrester and Bobby Brink. Out of the two so far, I would say Bobby Brink is winning that battle, and I would think Forrester will start his year with the Phantoms, but you never know. Defenseman, I'm really happy to see um, see Emil Andre hanging around because I've always been a big fan of his. Brendan, of course, we went and watched him with the Phantoms last year towards the end of the season. I was raving about his play. And then uh, goaltenders that came up today actually reported by the beat writers that Samuel Erson has won the backup job to Carter Hart. So the Flyers are either going to roll with three goaltenders and that, and and keep Felix Sandstrom scratched, or they're going to try and work out a trade for him, or they're going to put him on waivers and risk losing him for nothing. So that will be very interesting. No one wants three goalies on a hockey team because it's it's an odd number of goalies for practice, etc. It leads to a whole bunch of kerfuffles. So, um, yeah. Other than that, some more positive notes on forwards is that Morgan, uh, not Morgan Frost. Morgan, well, Morgan Frost has looked very good in the preseason. Uh, but Sean Couturier and um, Cam Atkinson both returning to full-on National Hockey League ice hockey for the first time in over a full calendar year. Both have looked pretty solid and will be some very nice additions to to, to this Flyers team that dearly missed them last year. And any thoughts, Brenna, on, on, the, on the roster? Um, good to see Sean Couturier back. I think I saw somewhere that it was, it's been like 20 months since he skated. Yeah, because he actually, he, he got hurt in the season prior to last season. Yeah. So it's, it's, been, it's a lo- been a minute. It's been a long time. Yeah. Been a minute. Not seconds. I can't do that math right now. Just, just a minute. Just a minute. Just a minute. Okay. Well, with that, that's where the roster stands. Of course, preseason finale is tomorrow evening. A lot of decisions w- will be made after that. The Flyers do open up their regular season on the 14th. 17th of October, I believe. 17th. Nope, that's the home opener. Oh, that's the home opener. Oh, yeah. They actually, it's the 12th. They open up their home up with the 12th of October in Columbus against the Mike Babcockless. Mike Babcockless Columbus Blue Jackets. You said Cockless. Well, his last name is Babcock. I got that. All right. And uh, yeah. Definitely PG-13 this evening, folks. Um, but with that, before I kick my wife off this podcast. Um, I'll kick you. See see how she treats me. Oh, my God. 
Um, I was go- I'm going to ask her what is she most looking forward to this upcoming hockey season because she knows once the NHL season starts. That's the- all that's on our TV. Precisely. Especially the Flyers. And there's lots of me kicking and screaming and yelling and Letterkenny references and it's fucking embarrassing video clip being replayed and replayed and replayed that I have. And if you haven't seen him, ask him to send it to you because it's quite amusing. We've actually posted it on the socials, official socials number of times. So it, it is there to be found on the Twitter app. I refuse to call it X like that beta Elon Musk wants me to do. Um, but yes, what are you most excited about <laughs> for the Flyers upcoming season? Uh, it sounds like a cop out, but everything like it's, always nice to have a fresh slate clean slate new year um (laughs) i think the excitement is always the highest at the beginning of the year before the dread sets in before before the dread and like the actual reality sets in um but i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping the the moves they've made in the rebuild actually starts and that um while we anticipate you know that they're not gonna be perfect yet it's more um I, I guess there's more hope on the horizon than there has been in the last couple of years but again you could go back to dave's podcast from 365 days ago and probably hear the same thing about how you know it's a new year it's a new start we're gonna be great it's all gonna be fine no no no, no. that was definitely <laughs> if you go back a year ago and listen to this no, podcast but, that but, is not the vibe <clears throat> no but it's not you going wow they've been really sucking so far because there's they hadn't played yet so it's them. Go, it's you going. Oh, we'll see. You know, it it could go either way. And no, 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 no. Last year it was a pretty downer of a podcast. Because somebody and I go were and listen angry. to last year's. I'm I'm not going to force you, but um, just the the anticipation. Just you know, everything starts over and it's a new season. So the possibilities, I guess. Mm. The Flyers are known for having a very good October. And getting everyone excited, and then just absolutely shitting the bed in November. Well, for the that's rest unfortunate because nobody cares about the Flyers right now. The Phillies are playing, and the Eagles are playing. Pre- precisely. So they need to be good in every month except October. <laughs> that that's a tall task. That's a tall glass of water, there, Bretta. <laughs> that's a lot of ask. A lot of ask them. Huh? That, that that's like asking for mint and lemon in your water at at a bar. <laughs> They're gonna look at you funny. Yeah, and then the mint overpowers the table that you're sitting at because the person got way too much mint in their water. And this is this is an inside joke for those riffing. So two of our listeners, you're not going to get it. I'm sorry, but it made Brandon and I laugh, so it's okay. Um, and if my brother-in-law listens to the podcast, he'll get it too. Uh, any hoodles. Um, you're not going to ask what I'm excited about? So, Dave, what about <laughs> you? Um... The fact there's that there is a direction finally. Um, I don't have expectations for this team to be good going into the hockey season anymore, like I did after the 2020 season. We've learned we've learned our lesson: no expectations, and you can't get hurt. <laughs> Pretty much, um, but no. Finally, we're under the right direction. Jenny Briere and Keith Jones are doing the little things. They're slowly but surely sewing up the wounds that um that chuck fletcher and dave scott and ron hextall did to this fan base and dave Hackstall and and 
Aline Vigneault, we can keep on going. There, there was a lot of fuck ups. Okay. And now we have two F bombs on this week's episode. Um, you know, they're slowly repairing the wounds that were made by those previously in charge. They're, they are righting the wrongs slowly, but surely. Um, and like I mentioned on the last podcast with Mastro, it's leading to little things as in bringing back the dual logo at center ice. It's the new jerseys, bringing back the burnt orange, going back to the early, early Jersey theme that they wore during the early 2000s and the 1990s. It's doing the proper things. Now, granted, that jersey change is not a black uniform like what I wished. However, it's still a play on what Eric Lindros force wore when he broke in the league. So that's a win by my book. Um, there should be no but. You saw the jersey and, go, and went, I want one. Oh, and I will get one. <laughs> it's, it's not a matter of if. If, it's when. But, but when, Brenna. Okay. Um, but I refuse to give my money to Fanatics, so it'll have to be the next time we go to the actual arena to, for a game. Because you know what? I actually, last year, I was on. I banged the drum of not giving this franchise any money. Um, yeah, we did boycott. We went to what? one game we went to two, two games we went to two games last year yeah. two or two or three games we went to at two... maximum three games this is the man who had season tickets when i like first met him so you can tell there was some boy cottage going on we went to the home opener and then the colorado game and that was it we went to the colorado game and we went to one more with jake and kelsey yeah. we went we, yeah, we went to a total of three games Shout last out jake season and, kelsey. and that is former podcast host jacob hunter harrison for those who don't know <laughs> But yeah, we went to three games last year, and now I'm on the mindset where, you know what, they might suck this year, and kind of frankly, I want them to suck. Um, because there's no other direction but up after that. Precisely, but also, they're not going to be as bad as I want them to be because they're coached by John Tortorella. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of players giving their all every night, and they're probably going to end up picking somewhere, I would say, between five and eight, like they did this year at seven. Still getting a really good player, but they're not going to suck to the level that I think they're going to like. That I would prefer them to suck. Like I want them to. I, I don't know. Don't I mean, underestimate you, their suckage ability. You never know. They could be one of the worst absolute dog shit teams in the entire <laughs> National Hockey League this year. They could be fucking number three, dreadful. But for now, for now, I'm basing base. I'm basing my opinion and my statement here on what I saw last year and what's is what John Tortorella gave us. They were bad. They were watchable. They still picked top 10 and got Matej Michkov seventh overall. So that's excellent. Um, but I'm also looking to see how Sean Couturier and Cam and Cam Atkinson rebound, you know, not having your number or your arguable number one center and number one right winger on the team last year. Those are big losses. Now you could digress and say, well, Travis Konechny now is the number one right winger based on his play last year. That could be accurate as well. We'll see what happens. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of things. I'm very much looking forward to the young guys on defense. We're going to see Cam York take a, take a big step forward, see if he can be a franchise-level number one defenseman. We're going to see if Emil Andre can keep on living up the hype of me calling him the Swedish chemo team. Um, and then the defense, Carter Hart and Samuel Harrison. As Mikey from the Origin Black Pack always says, former uh, guest on the podcast and great friend of the pod, always be drafting goalies. The Flyers have continued to draft goalies, and they're developing goalies at a, at a decent rate. Um, and you'll see what happens. And if the this team really is bad at the deadline, they will sell off a lot of pieces and get some good assets back. So I'm not expecting this team to make the playoffs whatsoever. In fact, I don't want them to make the playoffs. But... 
there's I can finally start to see, you know what, there's we're heading on a path where there is eventually there's sunshine over the hill. Now, granted, we are at the very base of of said hill and the hill is like climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. So they have a lot of work to do. Now that being said, if some players hit and really become a next step and become elite level players and the Flyers get great goaltending and they sign proper pieces in free agency, that accelerates what the rebuild can do and how fast it can happen, i.e. the New York Rangers. So all in all, there's, there's a direction. I'm looking forward to watching Flyers hockey this year. And um, as, we look, as we love to say on this podcast, I am cautiously optimistic about what they will do in the season we're coming. I think end it there. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing else for you this evening. This is a very quick podcast. Next week, Master and I will be back um, together, and we will do our Western Conference preview. Probably end up just being a full Western and Eastern Conference preview episode next week. Um, just because we need to get it in, because after that, the regular season is going to be underway, and we're going to have a lot of talk about then. So no time for previews at that point. So with that, everyone, before we do log off for this evening, um, do want to say congratulations to good friend of the podcast, Derek Bob. Him and his wife had their second child, a baby girl, this week. So if you were looking out for a latest edition of the Pod Street Bullies, there was no podcast podcast this week because of that. So congratulations to Derek and his wife. And this is also my plug for them as well. If you're not, if you don't listen to them already, and you listen to us, you should listen to the Pod Street Bullies. Excellent work. In fact, Brent and I are heading up to see good old Pod Street Hoagies this weekend up in Boston. So that should be a very, very fun trip. I'm sure there will be something throughout on the socials of me and Hoagie drinking beer somewhere. Um, with that, everyone, good night, good hockey, and talk to everyone next week.